It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I am Andrew Kahn. And I'm Ryan Zook. In this week's episode, we will discuss Isaiah Oliver's decision to return to Michigan for his senior season, the latest recruiting news, including what high school seasons are going to look like for future Wolverines, and the return of pro sports. All that and more on this episode of the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. Ryan, how are you? Oh, same-ish, different day. Yep. And uh, no Aaron. Uh, again. No Aaron. Again, this guy is just the vacationing king over here this this month, which good for him. You know, we, not a whole lot going on. We can we can handle the load while he's gone. So um, yeah. we'll have a lot to talk about when he does return. I mean, just his his whereabouts, what he's been up to. That should take up. Yeah. This the whole whole minutes. next podcast is going to be dedicated to Aaron. Aaron, tell us about your life. For the past two weeks there you go our listeners would love to hear that yes uh okay i feel like we do have a fair amount to talk about especially since we're you know kind of breaking the rules of the wolverine confidential podcast and talking about going to talk about some things outside you know the wolverine sphere but we'll start with some very michigan-centric news which is isaiah liver's decision to return to michigan for his senior season uh he announced it uh, on friday um, but you know, that was after our pod. That was kind of to be expected though, right? Yes. I mean, it was a situation where he couldn't, uh, you know, with no, no formal, you know, draft combine, no way to work out for teams, no way to even, you know, meet with them in person. Everything was through zoom. It was going to be hard for a prospect like livers to get where he wanted to be, which was, you know, into the first round or early second round, somewhere where he could get a guaranteed contract. That, that was his goal. He said that pretty much from the beginning. And he really, he wasn't there in the eyes of, you know, the NBA people I talked to, at least, um, you know, based on his prior work at Michigan. He, he could have, you know, he could get there after, you know, one more year of college. He could have gotten there with a strong showing in workouts because um, some of the tools are there. Uh, he had had flashes, but again, in sort of injury prone uh, uh, or, you know, injuries prevented him from, you know, doing more last season. Um, yeah. So he, he had, he didn't have that, that luxury of, of being able to do that. Like so many prospects have over the years and sort of, you know, moved up in the draft board. So he wasn't there then he couldn't get there. Um, and yeah, he decided to return. He hasn't, you know, spoken to us yet about, about the decision, but even in his, you know, the, the statement he released, you know, he just said it'd been a, been a crazy two months. Um, you know, he, he got, he got feedback that will help him in the future. 
And, you know, he has unfinished business in Ann Arbor, which is, you know, that was, that was kind of the, the key thing. He feels like, you know, that this team can achieve, you know, can still achieve a, a lot of big things. Um, and yeah, I mean, this, this is not going to be expert analysis by any means, but this is, this is big for Michigan because he is very good. He's one of the better players on the team. Uh, so to have him back is huge. I mean, it's not just, you know, what he can do, which is score, you know, particularly from, from outside 40% three point shooter and, and rebound and defend and, and do all these other things. But I don't know, it kind of just, there's that trickle down effect of everyone else then right. know, kind of a lighter load. And I, I, you wrote about this too. And the, with him and, and Franz Wagner, I mean, that's one of the possibly one of the best one, two duos in, in the big 10, maybe college basketball heading into next year. Yeah, no, that, that is another, another player who considered the NBA, but didn't even take the step to enter his name, you know, in, in Wagner, uh, you know, he's back. If you don't have livers, it's like, you know, you're hoping that, that Wagner's, you know, basically an all big 10 type player, uh, that Brandon Jones Jr. would then probably step into that starting lineup is, is ready to do that and, and be a regular starter and contributor. And then even guys, you know, in different positions, uh, you know, Mike Smith, the grad transferred point guard, you're hoping he gives you kind of a scoring punch and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. You go down the line and like, you still want those things to happen if you're, if you're Jawan Howard, but, but there's just less pressure on, 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 on it to happen. You know, it's just, just, takes a, a burden off the whole rest of the operation, I guess is, is what I'm saying to have livers back. And, and yeah, Ian, Ian France, that's a, that's a pretty good, pretty good combo. Yeah. I think we saw last year that, that, um, Brandon Johns was better, best utilized coming off the bench and in more of a reserve role. And, and instead of f- facing that pressure and having to start and, uh, and maybe contribute and, and fill in for, for, for livers and now we can kind of go back to that that role where he's a complimentary piece with more than a, a top guy uh, absolutely um and yeah i think he can be one of the one of the better players in, in the, one of the better reserves in the big 10 so um yeah this is this is this is big for michigan you know he he had had more time to make his decision than you know initially uh slotted a, a june 3rd was that was the date to withdraw but that was back when you know, everything was normal and they thought there was going to be a draft combine in May and, and everything else. So it actually got pushed to August 3rd. Um, he didn't take, he didn't take all that time to, to make his decision, but yeah, obviously there's, you know, you didn't know, he, he, he talked about, you don't, you don't really know what was going to happen with, you know, eventually where there'll be some opportunity for players to work out with teams, maybe, but it's not like he's coming back to a guaranteed situation at the college level either. I mean, uh, you know, you can talk about this unfinished business and what a special season this is going to be with this group, but you know, no one knows for sure exactly what, what the college basketball, you know, season is, is, is going to look like. But again, we can talk about, uh, talk about the future, you know, as it relates to, you know, recruits and uh, you know, these high school prospects. And I, since we're talking about basketball right now, we can, I can say that, uh, one potential target for Michigan, uh, Matthew Cleveland out of Atlanta, uh, is off the board. He committed to to Florida State this week. You know, wasn't a huge surprise, but he had Michigan. You know, in his finalists, his top top four or five. There are still others out there with Michigan in their top lists of some sort. Harrison Ingram, he's ranked number fourteen in the country overall. You know, by the twenty four seven Sports Composite. Uh, Charles Bediaco, who's at nineteen. Jalen War- Worley, twenty two. 
Frankie Collins, 57, uh, Jaden Aikens from here in here in the state uh, at, at 70. So, you know, those those are some of the guys to look out for, you know, potentially rounding out Michigan's Michigan's class for for 2021. Um, but yeah, let's let's move to kind of talking about football recruiting and just also I'd like to kind of talk about what what these players are going to be facing here um, in their you know final season of high school, what that's going to look like, because I know you've looked into it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's been so much discussion centered around what's going to happen with the college football season this year that people are forgetting. There's high school football seasons that are being discussed in state athletic associations right now, too. And that's going to play a huge, have a huge impact on, on some of the top recruits in the country, including some Michigan commits. California became the latest uh, state the other day to, they pushed back their, their fall football season, moving into the wintertime. And Michigan has two commits right now from California in receivers, Christian Dixon and Xavier Worthy. Talked with our message with uh, Christian Dixon uh, afterwards, and he initially told me when he, he committed that he was planning on enrolling early. I um, wanted to see if that was still his plan, um, even though he wouldn't be able to get to play his senior season at Matter Day in, uh, in California. He's like, yeah, I don't really care about my senior season. I'm focused on on getting to Michigan in, in, in January and, and then rolling early, which, I mean, that's, that's that has sucked a little bit though, too, for, for athletes that now face the reality of maybe missing their, their high school senior football seasons. Uh, it, it could have an impact right now. Uh, Michigan totally has uh, commitments from 10 different States. Um, so yeah, right now, California is the only state to officially move their season. Virginia, and uh, New Mexico also have pushed it back to po- probably the spring. Uh, Michigan doesn't have any commits from those two states right now. But there's, I mean, it's still early. There's going to be a lot of state associations still have to make decisions. And even ones like Michigan, mm-hmm. they, they said that they're going to, right now they plan on playing the season as is in, in the fall of 2021. But who knows if there's another outbreak here if they have to kind of uh, make more adjustments and, and and maybe postpone their season too. So lots less to, to be decided. And I spoke with 24-7 sports analyst Alan True the other day too. And he's like, yeah, this, I mean, we might, we'll probably see fewer true freshmen play in 2021 just because of development might be affected. And, and it, it could just be a whirlwind of, of stuff going on. I mean, some players are, some players have already reclassified, to the 2020 class. I know Tony Grimes, the top cornerback in the 2021 class, he's uh, class reclassified to 2020 and is enrolling in North Carolina. So that's an option for some, but again, that, that's not easy to do. I mean, you have to have the credits. Um, you have to be able your high school has to allow you and the, and the college has to have room for you to join that class. So a lot more complicated than, than people might think. So I'm sure a lot of Players might try and enroll early, but again, I mean, the school can only handle so many early enrollees. Michigan's had eight each of the past two years, which is about one third of their class about. So um, I, I don't think they would be able to accommodate much more than that. So they're going to have to maybe choose wisely on that. So uh, it's, yeah, while most of the focus is on the college football season right now too, the high school football discussions are, are just beginning. So Something yeah. to watch out for. I mean, I'll say what, you know, I've said for the colleges throughout this, which is if there's no school, there's not going to be sports. I mean, I don't think I, I have a hard time seeing if if the schools aren't open, you know, the for in, in-person learning that then they'd gather these these same kids for for athletics. But 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but again, it's not like these schools have necessarily made decisions either. So I think it all goes. goes I think in in Arbor actually today just announced that they will do be doing schooling virtually next year. I think that, I think I saw that on MLive.com today, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So yeah, what, what, yeah, maybe Michigan plans on playing the high school football season, but what about the Ann Arbor schools? If athletes aren't in school and, and, and taking their courses at the school, what's, I mean, how do you justify them going to school just to practice then? It will be, it's yeah, it's an interesting discussion that we've talked about with, uh, with college football as well. Yeah. And, you know, transferring has become such a big thing at the high school level anyway. So many of these players that now I'm, you know, looking into as potential, potential Michigan, uh, targets are, uh, you know, they've played at multiple high schools or they're in the process of, of transferring either to one of these powerhouses or prep school or whatever it is. Um, could see even, you know, more of that if people are trying to get to states where sports are going to be played. But yeah, it's 100%. Yeah, J.J. McCarthy, Michigan's five-star quarterback, man, already did that when um, he wasn't really confident that uh, a football season would be played in Illinois back in May. Decided to transfer to uh, IMG Academy in, in Florida where they would also allow him to enroll early. So Florida said that they also continue to plan on, despite their high COVID numbers, um, they plan on beginning the, the high school football season as planned as well. So, yeah, I, I'm sure we will see a lot of transfers, um, a lot of players trying to enroll early and a few reclassifications to, well, while players adjust to uh, this whole new calendar, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, so we went from, we went from college to, to high school. Now let's jump jump ahead to to professional sports because uh, they, they have started now you know baseball a season will officially begin tonight tonight you know yeah. with with the rest of teams opening you know Friday but they're having the the, the night game uh, opening tonight and then you've got uh, you know the NBA which, which started I guess we can we can start with baseball just because you know baseball's better um, are your Detroit Tigers going to make some noise <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know what, what type of noise you're referring to, but make a run at a playoff spot or a World Series? Probably not. But, uh, I mean, I don't think they will be as bad as last year. And I think there's going to be surprises within a 60-game season. Right. I think there's uh, there's going to be some team that isn't expected to do well to sneak into the playoffs or at least be in the playoff running heading into the last couple weeks of the season. And, uh, I mean, it depends on what these players – I mean, some players might have developed more during – um, the quarantine times and others too. Maybe a star player didn't wasn't training as like he typically was and has a, has a rough start and can't recover in time. So I think it's going to be a, a wild season. But I, I do not think the Tigers will make much noise. I think they'll be. Uh, I, I don't think they'll finish last in the AL Central. I think the they have a a better team than the Royals at, at this point. But um, yeah, I don't think they'll be pushing for a playoff spot. Yeah, your I mean, Mets uh, now. I mean, uh, well, that might be a different story. Yeah. So, uh, well, first of all, I'll just plug our our Tigers writer Evan Woodbury does a great job in his column. His column this morning was kind of just a, about that. You know, with the sixty game season, you can hear this a lot. You know, anything can happen. Everything is is magnified. I mean, just look at what standings have been like through sixty games in the past. You know, again, every every game is like a little miniature series. So yeah, you know, it's just, it's just less of a sample size, you know, crazier things can happen. Less talented teams can, can make a run, but yeah, I mean, it's all wacky. Like just, just when we started this podcast, I, 
saw you know on text now uh juan soto you know the yeah. young star and you know the national league of the nationals you know has tested positive for covid and and now is you know not gonna play for a period of time so it's just i mean it just stinks obviously what are you what are you gonna say it's not it's just so unfortunate but uh yeah, the Mets. I mean, th- this is the year the Mets would win it all. You know, with, when there's <laughs> yeah. going to be a huge asterisk uh, on the season uh, uh, that they that they take it. Man, if they had had Syndergaard, though, it would have been really something to have. You know, this shortened season like that kind of. And ride, there's going to be fewer days there. off. So I mean, if it's going to be interesting strategy too, what managers try and do? Do they try and just like put in their top players every day, maybe pitch their top guys on shorter days rest just to try and get into the playoffs and risk injury or go with a traditional five-man, six-man rotation to um, kind of shoulder the load amongst uh, more players. So they're not, I mean, the Tigers start off with 20 games in 20 days. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would think you would have to give uh, some guys a, a few days off here and there, but be, the strategy will be different. The one thing I I am interested, intrigued to see is if what the Tigers do with their top prospects, um, if any of them get uh, see any major league time this year. I mean, Casey Mize, their top pick a few years ago, uh, looks like he impressed early on uh, in, in camp and, and might have a shot at getting a call up at, at some point this year. So we'll we'll see if some of these young guys can start to make some noise and at least provide a little bit of hope for for the future because the last few years hasn't there hasn't been much hope watching them. So we'll see. Yeah, I feel like I've read up on all the all the rules and 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 changes and stuff, but uh, there's still going to be some things that surprise me when I actually you know tune in tomorrow for the for the first time. But and apparently they're still kind of ironing out like how many teams are going to make the playoffs. So you know, yeah, well, they have a they few are. more hours that has to be done before the first game. So yeah. it looks like I don't know if it'll it will happen, but. And now, I mean, if there's 16 teams that make the playoffs, I mean, I, then you really never don't know what's going to happen because that's, right. I mean, that's, that's crazy. You see what happens in the NHL playoffs with 16 teams. I mean, the MLB too, in a short season. I mean, wow, that, that could be something you could have a really wild card team win it all. And um, I'm sure like the Yankees or Dodgers, if that happens, wouldn't be too happy, but. Yeah, well, we'll who see. cares what the Yankees think? Let's go yeah. Mets. Uh, the NBA did start last night. Not not real games that count, but um, you know, just exhibition games as they ramp up to the to the start of the actual restart uh, next week. Um, but I don't know. Did you did you tune in at all? I did just to see what it looked like, and I saw Duncan Robinson just hitting threes all over the place for the Heat. Um, it was it was it was interesting. I mean. I have not watched a minute of any NBA or been following NBA news much at all, but I have been uh, glued to the, all the NHL news. So, I mean, I'm sure you can better speak to the NBA and I'll handle the NHL stuff. Yeah, I mean, it just last night was <laughs> yeah. the very first uh, games that were played. Yeah. Um, I, I actually yeah, did you know. see some highlights on, on Twitter with the fake fan noise and just, and just how exactly. corny that was. Fan. Yeah, and te- the, the, the chairs, you know, on the with the bench, like players are sitting apart from each other, which part of me is like, well, you know, they're all over each other on the, on the court, but I guess, you know, you never know teammates might not necessarily be. So any precautions you can take, right. You know, so, so be it, but yeah, it was, it was for uh, me to get an accurate yeah. judgment to see what I would prefer if just like player sounds and just yeah. no, no introduce noise into the stadium and then watch one with, with the, the crowd noise and whatnot and see what I prefer. I don't want to make the statement. Oh yeah, that's stupid. If they switch to the uh, no noise at all and just an empty stadium, that might be, terrible too so i mean yeah 
yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's going to be different no matter what. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, when I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and see what it what it sounds like when I when I watch the Mets. But yeah, I don't know. I'm torn. Part of me is like, let's not fake it. Like this is a unique situation. This is what it is. There's no fans right. there. Let's hear let's hear everything that you know. Some things we don't normally hear. Uh, but you know, I guess I also understand the attempt to try to make it sound more normal. Um, but yes, there was there was some hockey news. I saw that okay, Seattle is getting a franchise. I guess this was probably already known, but they revealed the name of it. And I am not sure how that word is pronounced. Do you know really? How it's the Kraken, man. I didn't know if it was Kraken or Kraken. Uh, you know, it's, I, no, it's yeah. the Kraken. Am I an idiot? The, I don't know. Release the Kraken. Tell me, you are an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's no, the kraken no hesitation uh, okay what is this what is this release the kraken what is that is that a, is it it's a, like the sea the sea monster it's I, mean, the I know kraken. what it is i know oh, it, right. it, 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 it's this fictitious you know giant octopus right yes. i mean basically yeah yeah okay. i mean it's i mean seattle's a coastal team so like i mean you have the san jose sharks loves the that name. Are, loves yeah, the name. Right. I, i'm all for unique names you know uh, these called million colleges that are the tigers and bulldogs i don't like it if you're making right. a new, new team like you know i mean here we have the washington football team now is the other, the other one that <laughs> yeah, chosen. so there you go you oh. can go in the extreme other direction um no i just wasn't sure I wasn't sure. I'm not alone. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to dig my heels in on this, on this one and say that there's going to be others that aren't sure if it's Kraken or Kraken. You think, you think I'm in the very, I, th- I mean, it's, here. it's obviously, it's obviously the Kraken, but I mean, if, hey, you're entitled to your, your opinion. And then you just say, <laughs> you know, come on, release the Kraken. What is, I don't, I've never heard, I never heard that phrase before. So I don't know what Are you, oh, a doodle release. The, yeah. That's a common phrase. <laughs> it's a common phrase in what yes. context? Oh my god! I'm not. I'm doing that right now. Release the uh, kraken. I, I bet. That, <laughs> I bet that one. One of the. I oh, it's, it's of, a scene in a movie too. The Clash of the Titans. I've never seen the movie, but I know, I've heard it. I've heard never it. Never even heard of Clash of the Titans with me. Liam Neeson. I think that's Liam. Yeah, that is no, Liam Neeson. Right. It looks like you have a movie to watch. Here, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> Liam Neeson. I mean, yeah, great, I mean. I, I was kind of hoping for like the Seattle boats or something, a cute little tugboat on the jersey. <laughs> it goes something completely wild. Well, I, I did like see the sock eyes too. I feel like sock eyes would have been sweet, but not, I do. I, I do like the color toning of the jerseys and and the logo on the jersey. I'll go, well. yeah. I will say I'll that. Yeah, I can't wait for the first Seattle and Vegas matchup. Those will be a some wild contrast on the ice for for those two jerseys. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Well, our listeners can weigh in and tell us, you know, either on Twitter or if you're a tech subscriber or whatever, am I a fool for not being certain of whether the pronunciation of this of this word that is a mythical creature. It's not a real thing, so I don't feel that bad about it. <laughs> Fair enough. I do, I do want to hear from people, though. Please let us know your thoughts and please side with me. Yeah, I mean, me. when your top reference point is some movie that I've never heard of either, I mean, don't feel so bad about it. But, I mean, it's a, it's a creature in, in books, and, and I mean, yeah, it's 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 not like it's like an unheard of creature that's never used. I mean, it's... Yeah, what books is common. it in? I don't know about this. Uh, all right. Not the lot. We'll have to do some monster. research on the Krakens. Yeah, all right. right. Fair enough. But I like it. I like it. Uh, Are you going to watch some hockey now, then? I mean... No, I'm not going to do anything too crazy, but <laughs> is hockey coming back or hockey's not coming back? Yes, August 1st. 
August first. Okay. There's going to be games from noon to ten thirty p.m. almost every day for the first couple of weeks. It's going to be wild. Wow, I'm looking right. forward to it. Well, hey, that uh, we had you covered there from high school to the pros in this episode of the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. Thank you for listening.